It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. Let's talk about some terrible football over the weekend. Let's start on Saturday. Remember we were talking about low totals in college football, including the Minnesota-Iowa game where the total was 30 and a half, right? Remember that? Final score, 12-10, Minnesota. I like Minnesota in this game. All right, speaking of the Vikings, but no, these are the Golden Gophers. But here's how it went down. Tell me how terrible this is. Less than two minutes remaining in the game, right? The offensive juggernaut between these two teams that we talked about on Friday. Forget about it, right? Minnesota punts to Iowa. The punt hits the ground. The returner is pointing and communicating with his teammates. Get out of the way. Get out of the way because you want to do that on a bad punt, right? You don't want to have one of the return guys touch it. Then Iowa, rather, uh, Minnesota would jump on it, right? So the returner for Iowa is pointing, talking to his teammates, get the heck out of the way, don't touch the football, and then he fields the ball. What does he do after that? Takes it all the way back for a game-winning touchdown. Iowa is going to win this football game. Wait, wait, wait. Not so fast, my friends, because the officials got involved. The officials came back and said, he signaled a fair catch. They went to review to see if he made a fair catch. And they said he made a illegal fair catch sign negating the game-winning touchdown. Let me tell you what a fair catch is. And we all know what a fair catch is. Fair catch is waving your hand above your head. Never did this returner from Iowa put his hand above his head. He was pointing straight ahead. Straight shot. What would that be? Perpendicular? Horizontal? That would be horizontal. Not up here. Not by the shoulder. Not high Hitler down there with the fake mustache from Seinfeld. No. Straight ahead. And he's talking to his teammates. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. How an official can interpret that as a fair catch is beyond me. And the officials had no idea what they were doing here, what to call. But they called that he gave an illegal fair catch sign. P.J. Fleck, you know, row the boat, P.J. Fleck, Minnesota. Here's his quote. There's nothing controversial about it. Nothing controversial. Offsides is offsides. False starts, false start. A hold is a hold. Invalid fair catch signal is an invalid fair catch signal. Now, the way the rule states is invalid fair catch. So everybody thinks it's above your shoulder, and it has to look like a fair catch. That's not part of the rule. The only thing that should have happened, and I'm not a referee, nor am I blaming anyone, is it should have just been blown dead right there. Not even let the play happen because it didn't exist. No controversy about it. That's P.J. Fleck. Now, didn't they say it was because it was his left hand, too? I heard that 
it was like an, an illegal lap. He, he's because he's orchestrating. Yeah, he's pointing. Like get out of the way, get out of the way. So now it has to be your right hand the has ball, to go up. A fair catch is there. It's it's either hand. It's because the ref. It's I, I think the ref said left hand. Yeah, he uses left hand. Most people do right hand. Most people do right hand. Yeah, but there's nothing in the rule book that says right hand or left hand. You have to make a signal to the opposing team. And what is that signal? It is raising your hand your your, your hand at least above the shoulder and over your head. That's what it is, right there. There is nothing that says fair catch about that video. Plenty of controversy about this. Big Ten referee. Tim O'Day explained the crew's decision after the game. Here's his quote. The receiver makes a pointing gesture with his right hand, and he makes multiple waving gestures with his left hand. That waving motion of the left hand continues an invalid fair catch signal. So when the receiving team recovers the ball, by rule, it becomes dead. So that is a reviewable element of the game. We let the play run out. And then when we went to the review, review shows with indisputable evidence that there is a waving motion with his left hand. But that is when those rules are applied. Okay, this is where he's wrong. Okay. Linemen, gunners are coming down, right? If a guy is like, say, bent over and he's like like doing a dance move, if he's doing this, I'm doing I know I'm not on video right now, doing that, how are they gonna see? You're looking over linemen, you're looking over shoulder pads. That's why the rule states above, not below. So if you're pointing, they're not gonna be able to see it. Nobody signals a fair catch below their waist, below their chest. It just doesn't happen. I mean, are you kidding me? We got audio of this? Let's go audio. Hit me. It's the Michigan State Spartans a couple of weeks ago. He iced the game on a punt return. Mark Crawford steps up to the five. High end over end punt. DeGene not going to touch it until now. Little spin down the sideline. Got some space. Here he comes. Cooper DeGene cuts it back. 25. He's got a chance. He scores! Sideline. Allows the ball to bounce. As he initially receives it, he's certainly not out of bounds there. Spins away from a defender and then tight ropes the sidelines like Barishnikov and does clearly stay in bounds there. After reviewing the play, the returner waved his left hand, which is an invalid fair catch signal. Therefore, by rule, the ball became dead upon recovery. The ball will be placed at the 46-yard line. Clock operator, please reset the game clock to 1 minute 33 seconds. 133, please. Now, here's the thing. Did you did you notice any of those announcers say anything about a flag on the play? No. No flag on the play. So you tell me they dropped the flag afterwards they they probably had to because there's no flag on the play no and they're calling the play-by-play like there's no laundry on the field nothing yeah it was crazy well anyway let's get to this part how's that iowa offense doing huh remember we talked about how pathetic this was so they did get the ball back less than two minutes to go remember they're trailing 12 to 10 
Three plays happened. Sack, incompletion, interception. Game over. Game over. The game was over long before that. You know why? We said the final score was 12 to 10 in a college football game. Total 30 and a half. Iowa had 11 yards rushing the football. This is what they do, is they run the football. 11 yards rushing. Get this. The longest run that they had was a quarterback sneak. A quarterback sneak was the longest run you had. Iowa wins the foot. I'm saying they, they lost the football game. But they had 127 yards. Total yards. 127 total yards in a football game. They scored 10 points. They probably should have won the football game. They returned the punt back. And what does P.J. Flex says? Hey, team had 11 yards rushing. So what? They had a return for a touchdown as well, too. That was negated by some fabricated call. With his left hand. With his left hand. Unbelievable. Now, what, how about some more pathetic football? Oh, by the way, guess where? Big Ten. What is up with these teams? Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Just can't run the football, can't get first downs. Let's throw Northwestern. Let's throw Nebraska in there, huh? Let's throw Penn State in there. Penn State, Ohio State. One of the most hyped games of last weekend, right? Nittany Lions lose to the Buckeyes 20-12. to Get this stat. Penn State was zero for their first 15 third down attempts. They were 0 for 15 on third down until a meaningless last minute drive where the Buckeyes played prevent defense. And you know how many first downs they ended up with in the game? One. One for 16. And they were what a Top seven football team heading into this week? Are you kidding me? You fail on your first 15 attempts on third down. One for 16. That is pathetic. Penn State, total yards running the football? 49. 49 for a grand total of 240 total yards through the air. And 75 of that was garbage on the last drive. It meant nothing. How about some more pathetic? Terrible, horrendous football. College football. You don't see scores like this. 12 to 10. 7 to 3. Mississippi State beat Arkansas 7 to 3. The teams combined for the big Z in the second half. Zero. Teams combined to go 7 of 31 on third and fourth down. 7 of 31 in a college football game. Both teams had less than 100 yards passing. Is it football passing game now? How does this happen? Oh, by the way, the total, 46 and a half. Under. 7 to 3 is your final score. Are you kidding me? Record scratch plays. How about some more bad football? The NFL side on Sunday. Lions turned into the old Lions. Baltimore wins 38 to 6. Baltimore had 16 first downs before Detroit got their very first first down. Baltimore ran 16 first downs off before Detroit could gain their first down with with uh, to start of the third quarter. How about these halftime stats? Baltimore 229 yards 
passing. Detroit, deuce. Two yards passing. Hey, how's that, Jared Goff? How do you have two yards passing in a half? Baltimore rushing the football first half. 96. Detroit, 11. A magic 11. Just like Iowa. Total first half yards. Baltimore, 325. The Detroit Lions, 13. Didn't I say this on Friday? That Don't you have this feeling that the Lions are going to become the old Lions when they go play a rough and tough physical team, especially outdoors, East Coast? That's exactly what happened. This is professional football. That shouldn't happen. Detroit was 5-1 and one coming into this game. Downright horrible. And finally, how about more bad calls with Pittsburgh and the Rams? 2-12 to go. Pittsburgh, 4th and 1 at the Rams, 40. Kenny Pickett sneaks it, but he's short. Rams ball, right? Nope. Refs mark it. First down. What? Game over. Rams had no timeouts to challenge, but the uh, side judge errantly marked the ball. Why? Because he was blocked by Pickens, the wide receiver. He couldn't see where Kenny Pickett was at, the quarterback, on the sneak. Can't challenge it. Clock runs down. Two-minute warning. Under two minutes. Play is automatically reviewed. But because it happened on the other side of two minutes, don't have any timeouts left. So sorry. Game over. Bottom line is the refs need to get this call right. And you have technology to get it right. Are you kidding me? That's on the refs. But come on, man. Sean McVay, save those timeouts. You don't need to be burning timeouts at the three-minute mark. Come on, man. That's horrendous. Oh, and by the way, Brett Maher cut after missing two field goals and a PAT. Final score, 24-17. He gave up seven points. Some terrible Tuesday takes, maybe some more later.